0: Five shadows roll south over the first blade's path in the afternoon sun, forming a V-shape on the ground like a flock of birds. Looking up into the sky, the figures casting these shadows are humanoid. At the edges of the formation are large, muscular, stony figures, monstrous in nature, with massive sets of wings to carry their heavy frames through the air. In front of each of them are smaller, thinner figures. They look like elongated, human-keled children, but carried through the air on strange, flesh colored, bat like wings that protrude from their backs unnaturally. Their faces are identical and frozen with blank, uncomprehending expressions and unblinking, colorless eyes that seem to scan their entire fields of vision at once, taking in all of the information but understanding nothing. At the front of the triangle is a middle aged man, human most likely, with the complexion and facial hair of someone from far, far south of Numeria, not unlike those of Asha Haleth. In the build of someone who spent a lifetime fighting. The right side of his face, running down his neck and over his exposed right shoulder, is a huge burn scar. He flies without the aid of wings and carries a massive cannon like weapon slung across his back. His eyes are fixed on the distant, ever growing purple flame that marks the town of Torch. This is Pot Against the Machine.
1: against the machine
0: against the machine against the machine Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine the Pathfinder Actual Play podcast where if at first you don't succeed Aggro the entire base again and again and again. I'm your host and here's everybody.
2: Hello.
1: Hey Sam.
3: You may not like it, but this is how you become the biggest and baddest daddy, Sam.
0: <laughs> I didn't complain about it. <laughs>
1: no, I mean Brixby and his team of new adventures will have so many big band daddy points.
4: <laughs> I'm imagining, um, oh gosh, the storyteller, the narrator from uh, 300, you know, who comes back with the eye patch and just like launches into mm-hmm. is like, ah, oh, once upon a time. That'll be bricks.
0: <laughs> so last time, um, our heroes bravely retreated from the fight with the Smilers, uh, partially blowing themselves up on the way out and also killing off a bunch of undead, really doing quite a bit of damage, but. You know, they thought better of fighting Marrow basically by herself, ran out, healed up, came back to find that she had roused a good chunk of the rest of the gang, and um, they got themselves a fight on their hands. And, um, yeah, we're still in initiative for the second week in a row. And I believe Brixby just fired a scorching ray at Marrow, upsetting her greatly. And now it's Vargas' turn, so why don't we jump right into it? It's episode 52. It would be the one-year anniversary had we not done the three-week thing, week thing before. So, Vargas, what do you do?
2: Uh, Vargas is going to be angry that he can't do a full attack action because he's too far away from her. Uh, But you know what? He is going to cast while he's still standing back here shocking grasp and then he is going to step forward and he is then going to uh smack her with an elongated impacting uh, shocking grasp
0: all right she does have some cover because she's kind of standing in the doorway but go for it
3: but it does look like she's got some metal chains hanging off of her
2: It's a 15 on the die, so that is going to be a 21 against regular AC. Uh,
0: 21 against regular AC with
2: the partial cover from the doorway, it
0: just barely
2: hits. Nice. Oh, that is three sixes out of five D6. That is 22 points of, of electricity damage. Wow. And if she was concentrating on any sort of spell, she's got to make a concentration check against that.
0: Okay. Is that 22 total damage, or is that just the electricity?
2: Uh, that is just the electricity because the uh, oh. I can't do a full attack action, so I can't hit her with my arm and oh, do my gotcha. impact. Oh, gotcha. So it's just the touch attack.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, that hurt her horribly.
2: Yeah, I wish I could add that impact on there, but unfortunately...
0: I can't. All right. So that hurt her horribly. She is definitely unhappy about it. She looks quite injured. She is going to... Let's... Oh, it's not her turn. <laughs> Stop trying She's to gonna... confuse me. Um, let's see. This gunslinger already saw Vargas try it oh
2: wait i apologize it does still do his regular melee attack i was forgetting that it does the thing with the full attack action is and i can make a second attack on top of that so that will be that's only a two on a d8 of course it is so that will be another five uh of just magical adamantine bludgeoning okay
0: she looks very very bad indeed Let's see, we got this smiler. It already saw Vargas punch bullet out of the air. So he knows that um, Vargas means business.
2: Um, and luckily uh, his buddy missed or he would have found out I could only do that once around and I would have got shot that second time.
0: He's trying to do some calculus here. And I think what he's going to do yeah, he's gonna shoot at Vargas anyways. As I think he's gonna basically assume that Vargas can't do that again. That was a fluke. There's
2: no way he could do that twice. Yeah. So, uh, do you have
0: long arm right now?
2: Yes, I do have long arm right
0: now. So, this provokes an attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah, that
2: t- also provoke an attack of opportunity from Vargas. Uh, I'm going to roll a different D8, because that one isn't rolling crap. Uh, nope, that's still a. Oh wait, why am I rolling damage before I roll to hit? Uh. Okay, so 16, this one is not at my highest. Oh wait, no, yes, it is, because it's. Uh, so that is a 22 to hit. Uh,
0: 22 Uh, will hit?
2: Oh, actually, I shouldn't re-roll that, because I already rolled it once, so I'll take that original roll, which was a 1, so that is 4 points of damage.
0: All right, so you punch him pretty good, and he takes a shot at you for a 23 to hit.
2: Uh, that would be a hit, but I am going to activate my feet, and he is then, after hitting him, he then knocks the bullet aside with the same arm.
0: And he swears a lot and takes a 5-foot step back and reloads. And, uh, Kira, you are up.
4: Okay, so there's some, uh, mathing. Um, did you come up with a response for, do I just shove this guy out of the way? Because uh, I can't take a step back, right? Can yes, I take a step back?
0: Since you are, um, about to finish your enlarged person and take up the space that this large fellow is in, I'm gonna need you to make a CMB roll. This is, this is effectively, like, a, a full rush or a reposition you basically say, Now
2: question does she away? use her giant person CMB or her CMB from before the change the large
4: CMB it feels like okay. using a large CMB that is uh tw- 21
0: 21 that actually does not move him out of the way so for this turn at least you two are sharing a square Large Oof. Kira and the um, pretty fellow are in the same square, so you're both effectively squeezing.
4: Um. Okay, let's see. Can I still take a step back?
0: Yeah, you can take a five-foot step.
4: Just right up next to our, uh, Asher. Hey, buddy. I guess the other thing is that since I'm still in this guy's face, I can't use any hammer. I'd have to drop that for a regular stabby, does that sound right? Cool. Um, so she'll do that. You
2: could uh, Lucerne her.
4: Yeah, I thought about it, <laughs> but there's a whole lot of cover, and uh, oh, she's, yeah, she's, she's like pretty hurt, so I feel okay just going after this other giant guy. Uh, so she'll drop, take a step back, drop the hammer, um, and pick up her Mantine weapon. That is, add all the bonuses, um, 11, 22, 23 to hit.
0: Yeah, that definitely hits.
4: Um. Oh, hang on. Okay, how does this work now that I'm huge?
0: You're not squeezing anymore, right? Sorry. I... Right. Um, so the damage die for your greatsword, instead of being 2d6, is 3d6 for being a large greatsword. Yes. And then you greatsword. And then you also get like...
4: Yeah, I feel have that. Plus 16? Nice. Okay, that's a 5, a 6, and a 3, 11, 14, 16. 30 points! Wow. <laughs>
0: that is a lot of damage.
4: Does he die? Is he no, dead?
0: No, 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 <laughs> he's not dead. He mm-hmm. looks fine.
4: I kind of just want to kick him, but okay. <laughs> that is my turn. And then I'll just heal like one point of damage. You know,
0: All right. Asher is up. Uh,
1: How tall are these beds?
0: Normal bed height.
1: Normal butt height, so it wouldn't provide cover. Since I'm six to try and shoot over a bed, then I'm guessing. Cool, no. cool. So
0: find to shoot over a bed, unless you like the bricksy.
1: That's fair. He's like two Um uh, Anyway, uh, Asher is going to move uh, past the bigger stuff and say, "Well, you're certainly the tallest." Uh, that's without question. You've earned that sticker time and time again. But now's all the time. Uh, and he will move down five south, ten feet over five, so he's got a full square to stand in. He's going to level uh, his broken pistol at Marrow. Still full of smite. Uh, going to take that minus two uh, into account. And going to roll... Uh, I'm going to roll this only void d20 because that's kind of how it feels in my soul right now. Uh, and just, I, I'd like to, to finish her off. But not a one, so it doesn't explode. Had to get that out of the way first. So that would be a 18 plus uh, my charisma. So... 21 against touch
0: yeah yeah that'll hit
1: oh good Uh, this is going to do um, a damage penalty also Uh, so it's going to be a D8 plus 1 instead of a I'm going to add 4 to it and then I'm going to take away D8 plus 5 minus this is good it's really good radio (laughs) keep it all in keep it all in so it'll be a D8 plus five minus two so da plus three there we go there we go two on the dice so five points of damage against Mero it would bypass any dr if she has any because of the smite though
0: she does not look happy about that
1: Uh, is she an evil outsider an evil aligned dragon or considered undead
0: no she is none of those
1: boo, because that would have been an extra four damage, had to ask
0: she's a evil insider
1: oh man I knew the SEC had some dirt on her <laughs> those are all the actions for Asher
0: alright so Marrow is not feeling great right now she's really quite upset and there's not really anything very good this situation so I think what she is going to do she's going to fire a Scorching Ray uh, back at Asher for shooting her and that is going to be a 19 versus touch that's a hit Uh, so 4d6 Uh, that's 10 fire damage and then she is going to book it
1: this ray of scorching fire erupts at asher uh, and he what
2: uh i was gonna say is, is that she couldn't do a full withdrawal because she didn't action right yeah, right that they was a move action so i would get an attack of opportunity because i've had another turn since then
0: oh snap oh you have yeah i guess so <laughs> so
1: yeah. her attack would so you would get the A O O on the spell well, the spell she... Oh, was... actually, yeah,
2: I should have taken it on the spell,
0: actually. Well, the spell was a wand. so. Oh, does using a wand provoke, not provoke? Yeah, provoke.
2: Okay. But, uh, yeah, so I would get it when she tries to run up. All right, so why don't we resolve that before her move? Don't know if that's going to hit. That's a 19. A um, 19 won't hit through cover. Um,
0: okay. But it does look like Kira can actually reach her as well.
1: With the sword? She doesn't have the hammer anymore.
0: Yeah, but she's got uh, natural reach. They actually just went over this on Hideous Laughter. Two diagonal spaces is not considered uh, 15 feet for the purposes of
2: reach. For reach, only for the purpose of movement. Oh. Yeah.
4: oh I mean, yeah, I, I, if, <laughs> I will take it if I can. Uh, she's got hammer now. All right. Um, can I, and I, I can make this one a power attack also, right? It just stays all the on.
0: Yeah, if yeah. you power attacked, then it's still power attack.
4: Excellent. Ooh, that's an 18, which is not a 19, so, so close. 18 plus all of the things, uh, plus 11, yes.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that'll hit.
4: Well, and that's 3d6, oh, what a great game. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a one and a two, but also a six, so, nine plus, with power attack and rage and strength, nine, 16, 25.
0: Oh. And Marrow crumples to the ground
4: high. High. Yes. You first.
0: <laughs> as she turns to run, just slash, and she makes it about half a step and just skids to the ground in front of uh, her two minions.
1: If only Asher were conscious to see it, because the scorching ray took him unconscious, and Marrow and Asher kind of crumple almost the same time to the ground
0: takes us to the ugly, ugly fellow. He's going to roll a will save, just real quick. And he's good there. And then he is going to um, just try to kill giant Kira. He don't care about anything really. And we're going to turn on power attack this time. That's probably not going to hit. What is his BAB? That's only a 14 to hit.
4: Uh, yeah. No, even with all of the all of the things where you. not going
0: The bigness and the.
4: The bigness and the raging, sure. Mm-hmm. But
0: it's gonna hit you really hard.
4: It is he?
0: He was gonna. Oh,
4: okay. Well, sorry, but kind he of. He ruined it. To feel no remorse. Um.
0: So, uh, Blue Smiler, uh, sees Marrow go down, and he uh puts his hands up, and he goes, ah, ah, um. Hey, I, I, I surrender. And he, he, you know, he's got his gun pointed up in the air. He's not attacking. And Brixby is up.
3: Normally, the one that would talk sense and mercy into the likes of me is laying on the floor. So what about the big guy? Can I do like, should I do a sense motive? Should I get a perception? Because what I'm trying to get is, like, I get that both the Smilers are going to be like, we're outnumbered. But does this guy look crazed with battle? Like, is there any way that I could potentially determine if he's going to chill as well? Because, yeah, I mean, I've heard you say that he's raging. I just, like, will saves. I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to make a uh, sense motive to... Kind of get a vibe check on this guy.
3: Oh yeah. We'll also, nobody
0: check. nobody's rolled like a knowledge roll on him
3: to see like what what's going on with his whole deal. Ooh, yeah, I should probably do that too. But vibe check first. Oh, it's almost twenty. It's a seven.
0: Uh, with a seven, I think you basically think that he's just really impressed with how tall Kira is, and he's just um, bad at showing his affection.
3: Um, <laughs> alright, so Rixby, um, is going to also roll a knowledge on him, if possible. It'd be a knowledge local. Uh, that's better there. That's a 25.
0: You are looking at an ogre kid, so he's related to ogres and, like, has the blood of giants in him, but mixed in with humans or other humanoids, so he's... Uh, Ogrekin tend to be mutated and um, have weird abilities or disabilities that vary pretty randomly. Uh, This guy, uh, he's pretty obviously pretty strong. Um, He seems to have some questionable mental faculties, but he does seem like he's you know he's upright and he's a conscious being. It's just unclear exactly um, how intelligent, how reasonable he is. All
3: right. So I think then Rixby is going to, clutching the alchemist's fire in one hand, quickly stepping forward 15 feet and saying, Nonetheless, I imagine he'd be disappointed to wake up to all this smoked rotten meat in here. I just torched you. Put your weapons down. Convince the big one to too. He's gonna ready to uh, fire off from his bonded item, his last Scorching Ray, at the big guy, if he doesn't chill, he's gonna assume that the Smilers are fine. And that's gonna be his turn. He's gonna hold a menacing finger gun at the big guy. All right, uh,
0: Vargas.
2: Okay, Vargas taking his cue from Brixby. Is going to cast a new spell. You see his uh, metal arm kind of like frosts over and just has like steam coming off it. And he is going to ready an action to hit that ogre with that arm, ogre kin rather, and say, like my associate said, you're outnumbered. Your leader is defeated. Surrender. And like with bricks, he's going to ready an action to attack him if he doesn't surrender.
1: I know spell strike is weird, but since if you did, you just cast a standard action spell, so you wouldn't be able to ready an attack.
2: Oh, you know what? Because uh, technically, you can't ready a, it'd be the other half of a full action. I wanted do Uh, So, yeah, I can't ready it. So I can actually just cast it and then hold the charge. Uh, But I can't technically ready it. I would have to wait till my actual next turn to attack him.
1: Sorry, I have nothing to do from the ground except for ponder the rules, (laughs) etc. All
0: right. The blue smiler is going to put one hand up, put his gun down on the ground, and go, Guntai, barrels down. You heard them. Put your weapon down and just chill. Just calm yourself. And it's uh, Kira's turn.
4: Does does that seem effective in big guys? Uh, it's like is he, has he visibly chilled? I guess it's too early to say. <laughs> uh,
0: he hasn't visibly chilled so far, but it's hard yeah. to say. You know, these six seconds are all overlapping and weird.
4: No, that's fair. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think it occurred to her immediately because she was in this like blind rage slash panic induced by just all of the things going on um so it's when asher walks by and is like oh you're tallest now that she like kira kind of looks at okay well this is new um but seems like yeah it's like totally gives him a thumbs up and then watches him go down um and any semblance of like maybe i was gonna chill is gone so she's going to attack the giant thing again um is largely outside of her chaotic good nature, except for the chaotic part, and also she's worried about her friends. Um, Let's give it a swing. Ooh, that's a 15 on the die, plus 11 still. 26? Does 26 work on this guy?
0: Uh, 26 does work on the big guy.
4: How long am I enlarged for? Should I know that? I should know that. Minutes. Minutes?
0: Probably like two minutes.
4: Oh, so much time. (laughs) Cool. Seven plus. Two, come on, math, math. Seven plus six, thirteen, twenty-three points of damage.
0: All right, and he it looks bloodied and quite quite badly hurt, but he's still up.
4: I think we just add. Um, it almost doesn't even sound like her voice talking in theory to um, to that giant dude, but speaking over its head at the um, Smilers. If he dies, so does you. Um, And that'll be the end of her turn.
0: Alright. Asher, uh, can we get a roll to stabilize? Sure. How far negative are you?
1: Uh, One more than I was at the beginning of this turn. Oh, no. Uh, With a four on the dice. Uh, Asher bleeds out a little bit more.
0: Alright. And that brings us. To uh the Ogrekin, who I believe one of the Smilers called Gunshy. And first he's going to roll his will save. He's good on that. And then he is going to um, scream,
3: Next Messages!
0: And swing his great club at Kira with a power. Sounds attack. like my
3: readied action goes off, though. It does indeed. So 16 versus touch.
0: <laughs> yeah, with a touch of nine. I think you hit him.
3: Oh! <laughs> Two fours, is a five and a six. That's 19 points of damage without sneak attack on that bad boy. Oof.
0: As he rears back to take a massive swing at Kira that probably would have hit this time and done so much damage with the power attack, the Scorching Ray just blasts his head right off his shoulders, and he f- slumps
3: over dead. Now, marrow, that's how you do it. And then he turns to Kira. Please tell him that I, I tried to resolve this peacefully when he wakes up, which we should do soon.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right.
3: I don't want Dad to be mad at me. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: the other Smiler is going to put his gun down and just sort of take a step back. And they're both, like, stepping away from their guns. They got their hands in there, and they're like, He... He he wasn't with us. I mean, he he was with us, but, like, he was, you know, he was a loose cannon. We couldn't control him. So, uh, we're, we surrender. fight's over. So you're all up. If uh, you're not taking any aggressive actions here, I would say the fight is over.
2: Uh, Vargas is going to say, he's going to look at his army. he's going to go, I'm not wasting the spell. And he is going to step forward and touch the uh, (laughs) unconscious leader and deal 46 points of cold damage to her.
4: Wow. It's super dead. It's fine. Asher's unconscious. Uh, We can get away with it.
2: That is 22 points of damage. I'm assuming she's permanently dead.
0: Yeah, she's way past con.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're just, uh, the rest of us dance amidst the corpses while Asher bleeds to death. yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: I imagine she just, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, Simon at the end of uh, Demolition Man just freezes and breaks. <laughs> yeah, well, Asher's gone. We
3: all do our, uh, you know, <laughs> deific <laughs> obedience to Lamash too, because we're secretly a super <laughs> evil party. Before I'll just you know, keep rolling
1: con us. saves
3: <laughs> while you go in your little Here's murder spree. She's not evil.
4: She's just raging. There's um, a difference.
3: But yeah, because I mean, my turn was gonna roll around, so my next plan was to just drop the alchemist fire and full round administer. Um, oh, no, how much the damage do I take? Shatters and that's 1d4 yeah. fire yeah. damage and Asher's on fire. And,
1: <laughs> uh, and there's splash, right? So, yeah. oh, no, I think so he's permanently dead.
3: Me and Kira. Um, but yeah, uh, I still got two charges on this last little nano canister on this gun. So it looks like unconscious Asher is going to ride the space dragon.
0: Right, roll those d100s
1: they're both ones and both of them are going to be you deal damage to Asher.
0: 46 and a
4: 50. Oh, that's a joke. Okay.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs>
4: it's like, oh my god, we've killed him. I got it. It was a joke.
0: Uh, minimum a really good joke. value for healing. So, so two, two
2: points. It stabilizes him at least. Yeah, Stabilize. Still,
1: still down. But thank you.
3: Last, last, he shakes it. He's like, <clears throat> puts it up to his ear. Yeah, there's still one more. The doctor is in eighty-three. Uh, eighty-three
0: is normal effect. So one D eight plus one healing. Uh, and that's five.
1: Oh, he's up.
4: Yeah, we did it.
1: He is up at at a one hit point
3: nice oh man all of that peaceful diplomacy has me (laughs) so tired Uh, oh good to see you're back with us right yes it can be rather exhausting to try and you know prevent violence with one's words but uh we I was just saying to these two um what are your names there Marcus uh I'm Larry
0: and and I'm Mo
4: (laughs) (laughs) I, want, I think, so uh, while I still have an enlarged Kira, she will hang around just long enough to make sure Asher is conscious um, and then go over. I want to do one of those things like they do in the spy movies where you just grab by a collar and shove them both against the wall, um, which I'm pretty sure I can still do while enlarged because I can hold a lot of things right now. Uh, she's technically no longer raging and <laughs> it's like six hit points, but they don't need to know that. I'm just going to nudge on over here a little bit and pin some guys against a wall.
1: Asher's wanding himself while Kira's violencing.
2: <laughs> Her body just shatters when you step on
0: it. <laughs> oh, and she, yeah, steps on Meryl's frozen corpse, foot right through it. And, um, yeah, I, I, these guys are totally taken by surprise by the uh, grabbing by giant Kira. And they're like, hey, hey, we surrendered.
4: We're friends, right? Good thing I'm not hurting you. I could. That could be fun.
0: I would argue that that wouldn't be fun, and this is this is an act of aggression.
4: I'm just making sure you don't hurt anyone else. We we put down our guns. I don't have a gun.
1: Asher stands to his feet. <clears throat> I believe they're they're uh, rather placated at the moment after hitting himself five times to one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, yeah, no, Kira will not turn around. She's just still staring at them. We'll say, are you okay? Asher. <laughs> not you guys. I don't care if you're okay, she says to the Smilers.
0: Well, we're not doing great. No. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't believe she was speaking to you, Larry and Mo. Um, well, I'm feeling a bit better now after using several charges of the wand. I see you all managed to defeat Nero, and that rather, unfortunately... Malformed fellow. It's a lot like a LinkedIn photo, I know. <laughs> um, yes, I'm. I'm all right. Hey, Smilers, where's Whiskeyface?
0: Larry will sort of look over his left shoulder, and he's. Look, we got the rat. You mean he's? We got him up in in one of the storage tubes in here.
4: Uh, Kira drops him. Show us. It's like two feet to the ground, just to be clear. Yeah, he
0: dies. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, yeah, Larry will sort of step back and, and step over to um, one of the tubes. Are you uh, following him in?
4: Yeah, with the other guy in tow.
0: Alright, well, stepping in into this room, uh, you see well over a dozen large glass tanks sitting against the walls. And the tanks themselves are semi-opaque with condensation, grit, and filth. But it looks like a bunch of them have like people inside, or um, it's not clear exactly what they are. Um, but they're inside the tubes, and they're sort of vaguely aware and kind of pushing to get out. But one of the ones to the north there uh, appears to be a uh, rat folk. It, um I should note that the tube that the rat folk is in is bound with coils of rope.
1: Asher boops Kira two times on the way with the wand, reloads his gun, and will just sort of stand watch as a s- stronger person
3: goes to undo rope.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: Brixby will sidle up to the tube along with large Kira, um, does this look like something that strength or finesse would open?
0: I, it, it looks like you could just basically undo a little knot and
3: pop it open. All right, let's get this poor mucker out. We open the tube, right, cracking open the tube, while
0: undoing the um, what's it called—the rope—and then popping open the tube reveals a uh, rat folk who is, his mouth is bound uh, with cords and his body is is wrapped up with more rope. Uh, Pop open a a picture of him. He looks like wide-eyed with fear as he's looking at all of you. Um, And he's like trying to talk through the ropes.
3: And
0: he's, you know, mostly eyeing the, the smiler that's like looming over him more so than Brixby.
4: He can't hurt you anymore, I made him promise. I didn't make him promise with words. I could, but, um, I think we have sort of an unspoken, tacit thing. Hi, I'm Kira. Hello,
3: Whiskey Fist. Let's, uh, stop that blotting. It's not a nice way to make new friends. Good to see some <laughs> no. As he starts <laughs> to undo his, uh, he starts to undo his sort of, uh, his gag, and then he pulls it tight for a second, and it's just like, Brixby's got ya. Right. Starts to undo it a little bit more. And, um, yeah, he
0: basically seizes up and, and lets you undo his, um, the cords around his mouth, and and any ropes, tie him up, and he goes, oh oh, oh, oh my gosh, thank you. I thought they were, uh,
3: and you're, uh, Brixby? Brixby, was it? I, oh. Yeah, Brixby Rentail, Whiskeyfist, uh, you might remember me. Uh, we used to haunt the same halls of Chitter Home.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Bricks- I, th- I thought I recognized, I, I could have sworn you were somebody else for a second there, but, uh, I say for sore eyes anyways, Brixby. Hi, hey, hey.
3: How What? Uh, where's uh, Meryl, uh Where's where's Meryl? I think she's having an ice nap right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, Just holds
4: one... up some frozen <laughs> chips. <laughs> Just she's one been killed.
3: <laughs> <hand>.
1: <laughs> she's no longer alive. Her nap will last forever. You can resume singing songs that remind us of the better times.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: Okay, that that uh that clarifies things. Um, um thank you. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, me. response is all, all yampy. I've been in the tube for days. Do you have any uh, uh, food and anything I could uh? I just, I'm famished.
4: Yeah, Kira oh, gives friend. him one hundred and ten goo tubes.
3: Yeah, one at yeah. a time. One at a time. Delicious are flavors goo in there.
0: And uh, he, he will absolutely pound a GooTube or two. Just, oh you know. yeah, how
3: does baked blame and caramel taste? I, I deeply enjoy the lingering <laughs> flavor of shame.
0: Oh, I, I can't even tell you. There's nothing so sweet as a tube when you've been living in a YouTube. <laughs> 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 well,
3: wow, that's such a good name for these things. Wow, yeah. That one over there just keeps playing ads, though. I wonder if the guy inside is gonna go crazy. Uh, but it. Red Tooth is, uh. She's very sick, mate. She'd be right chuffed to know that we got you out of that riffy tube. So, um. How about this? Suck down another strawberry surprise and we'll go, eh? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, um, this, uh,
0: hey, you cleared the place out, mate, you, you, you found any, any of my stuff, or, uh, uh. You got some of your pets here? No, no, I don't think so, they've been, they've been casting them, uh, but, uh, um, like my, my things, like my, my, my shortbow, my, my crossbow worked out. I'm all yampy, like I said, but, uh, they they gotta have lot, all sorts of good stuff here, and, uh, um, if Meryl's dead, right? Right? It's it's all ours, or, or yours, yeah. I guess, if, I mean, you you guys did the winning, but I, I would like my stuff back before. And do you have any, uh, healing? I'm,
3: I'm afraid they can they beat me up, a scrage. Well, uh let's not let the details baffle your you know uh gratitude at your escape. We will, in fact, heal you and toss this place. I just want to get your emaciated body out of any immediate danger. There's any dead nasties still lurking about this place. Oh they this room is uh
0: filled with uh I don't even know what they are the half between zombies and uh, I don't know, <laughs> still alive. The Marrow's experiments, uh, they 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 make all sorts of noise, but uh, they don't do nothing much else. Larry'll go. That those those are the little bottom eyes. They, they they won't harm you none, not unless we let them out, which you know we won't, cause
3: we're, cause we're all friends here. I'm going to need both of you to step out of this room, slowly. Sure, sure. Um, Stay no, they'll inside.
0: Back away, um, I guess they'll probably back into that room with all the dead bodies where you've already been, rather than...
1: Yeah. How many more of your number are in this place? smile is
0: uh, well I, I that was probably the lot of us but most of the others are out and on patrol or raids or taking a, a ford across the river or, or over with the Lord's us. It's, it's just us here
2: other than uh, the gentleman we met outside of town with the axe arm the large one over there and and Mero herself are there any other members of your organization wrecked alive who could possibly claim leadership well there was there was food he may also be indisposed at the moment congratulations Larry and Mo <laughs> you are the new co-leaders of the smilers
0: <laughs> they exchange a look and they, um, Mo goes up uh, yeah like we said we don't want any any more trouble we are we're just gonna chill you, you you guys do what you want just as long as you uh, leave us leave us be.
1: Oh yes, someone has to let the rest of the Smilers know that Mero has fallen. We'd like, as we continue to liberate anyone else who may be prisoner here, I've heard of defenses. We wouldn't want those to go unmanned. Someone perhaps can just stay here, and any Smiler that tries to return, we can scare them off. their own defenses against them
2: we could also uh, tell them if we decide like or like Zach's amazing idea uh, whoever ends up being in charge of the Smilers I wonder if we can get them to rescind their alliance with the Lords of Rust now yeah and that's just gonna be all their guys they got out everywhere tell them to call them back to base they're not helping them anymore yeah they're Steelhawks now that's what I hear.
1: It's a lot of faith in Severoth.
3: <laughs> Clarence. It's a lot of faith <laughs> Clarence. in... Clarence. Oh, yeah. I, we uh we off-air just deposed of, of Severoth and,
2: and replaced her with Clarence. Um,
0: yeah, she was killed in a little the bit of bonus episode.
2: There yes. was a coup. Yeah, no, we stabbed her with a buster sword. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> you sure I should do this, guys? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Just standing beside the guillotine. Um, <laughs> now, my two jovial hosts, as I guess this is your place, is there anything else we have to be worried about inside here, beyond those doors in the south, perhaps?
0: Uh, for, from this side, the the gun we got out at the front door shouldn't give you any... Joel, just you know don't don't walk in front of it it won't shoot you
3: you're gonna show us how to detach that gun uh yeah we could we could take it down for you yeah yeah we can bring it over to the gentleman with the hat all guns go to Asher <laughs> canonically whether they are useful or not Oh boy. Asher's
1: nine strength. He's going to go back unconscious <laughs> trying to lift this thing.
3: I want some sort of Wild Wild West turret attached to like your back as well in addition to your... Uh. Shall we toast this place then? Whiskerfist, you're more than welcome to help. If you can Walk otherwise just lay against the wall there
1: Asher'd step up and boob him for seven
0: Ah, thank you uh, I'm, I'm good to, to uh, tag along yeah 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 I'll, I'll it's all the same to you just uh, stay uh, close by for the time being yeah yeah that, that's that's the stuff hey Brixby yeah yeah I'll tag along with you
3: yeah, yeah, let's let's tag along again, Fist. you can, uh regale me with tales of how things are over at Chitter Home. And, yeah as, uh, Jeff so eloquently put inside of our Roll20 chat it's time to toss those bodies we've done enough RP, let's get to the loot! Uh, they didn't
0: have anything good um yeah, just really nothing, nothing much. Um, we got going through. Um, what's his name? Gunshy's stuff. He's wearing a set of hide armor that appears to be magical, and that improvised great club of his also appears to be magical. If you want to spellcraft those.
1: And he was just medium,
2: right?
0: He was just medium, despite nice. being giant-blooded.
2: Uh, does a 23 get anything? Yeah, it's a 20 for bricks.
0: Yeah, between the two of you, you um, can identify the plus-one hide armor that is riddled with um, repaired bullet holes. It looks like somebody shot this guy up pretty good before you ever got to him and um, if you take the armor off of him he's also just absolutely riddled with bullet scars. So somebody shot him quite a bit at some point. And um, the great club is a plus one great club. So that's fun as well, and that's probably better than anything Kira's carrying. Oh, maybe not. It's a d10 weapon but with a plus one to hit and damage.
4: I mean, I'll take it. Just why not?
0: And then Marrow didn't have anything of interest, really. She had a dagger. Um, She had. She
1: used that last charge of the wand on Asher to attack him, (laughs) so now it's fully (laughs) depleted.
0: Yeah, she had three wands, um, a a cloak that appears to be magical, and uh, a dose, uh, four doses of that sweet, sweet Pepto that you love so much
3: do you want spellcraft rolls again or did you just want to carry over our rolls for the other ones
0: I guess there's no point in belaboring it we'll roll them over you are looking at a wand of ray of enfeeblement with 34 charges nice. a wand of ray of exhaustion with 18 charges and a wand of scorching ray with 14 charges
3: bricks is primarily interested in the scorching ray wand we can do the like spell list checky-do's um, but that would that would make for some real sweet sneak attack um, arcane bricks thing so if no one has any problems with that
2: I might take a look and see if I have a ray of exhaustion on my spell list that might be a fun one but yeah you can take the scorching ray as long as Kira doesn't want it
1: is that a cloak of can never misfire because Asher would want it
0: Oh, that is a cloak of resistance plus one. Ah, uh, it's close. And um, in addition, she did have forty-eight GP on her.
1: Oddly, there's no money in this whole place. Other than that, it was—it's all been tied <laughs> yeah. up in different investments.
0: <laughs> yeah. In she had some Ethereum. Um, she's got a, a mining rig in the back.
1: Lots of Doge yes. coin. And
2: Doge yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Vargas is going to do exactly what he said he would do when he was talking to uh, Red Tooth, and he is going to cut her frozen head off.
4: Nice. Oh, Asher's awake now, so.
1: With her own dagger.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing he can probably just break it off oh, if she's still all frozen, frozen solid. Just <laughs> she has a dagger, man. Do you, do you have to? Yeah, yeah it was the da- the dagger was just a dagger. Yeah,
1: it's just a dagger. Okay. No, it's fine. You do you.
4: <laughs> is the is the dagger better than snapping your head off?
1: Than crushing it with like his boot or something? Not crushing, I mean, just a, <laughs> a snap,
4: like um, <laughs> yeah. like breaking the tip off a match, you know.
1: Except a skull. No, it's fine. In a, in any case, while you do that, Asher's gonna like not watch. Um, these rust risen. Was their drill? Some you said it was like part of their arm. Nothing we could like. Remove and use, or something.
0: Yeah, it's not really anything salvageable. It's basically just like crap that she um experimentally
2: stacked onto undead. Yeah. Cool. And those couple of lobotomites that had been alive are didn't have anything either, right? Right, they were um, human zombies. Yeah.
1: The uh, the check that Brixby did on Gunshy. Do we think he's going to regenerate, or has the fire damage and stuff taken care of anything?
0: Uh, he's not a, a troll or anything. Um, he oh, was ogrekin. He was an That's ogrekin. Right. So Sorry. yeah, <laughs> yeah ogrekin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Brixby knew plenty about ogrekin to know that he, he's not coming back.
3: Um, real quick on the wands, Ray of exhaustion can be used by either the magus or the blood rager. It is a level three spell. But this is a spell completion item. So, there you go. And then the Ray of Enfeeblement can only be used by the Magus, and that is a level one spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I Brixby has so many magic things, I would love for you guys to
2: take those for sure. Yeah. Well, I might give Kira the exhaustion one then, if she can't use the other one.
3: I mean, that would be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's a fun spell.
4: I uh, will take your word for it. Um take this stick <laughs> with mild confusion You're like yeah. okay yeah I'll use this later I guess
3: you pointed at something and make someone extremely tired it's like a touch attack debuff that just can really really screw up uh, I mean yeah, it gives them levels of exhaustion
2: <laughs> yeah totally so I just like,
4: really like my sword but thank you
2: Speaking of, actually, and Vargas is over here tugging on this and you're probably old enough to learn this. Uh unsheath that sword for a moment. Okay. Now, cut her head off.
4: <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. That's okay. Do you want it? She'll just like hand offer him the sword. He's like, I I just uh just I th- Asher would get mad and he was almost dead so no
2: I don't understand why he would get mad or why you wouldn't want to do this it's a sign of respect to an enemy leader to take their head as a trophy I don't respect as well her. as a sign of showing your dominance over the defeated enemies.
4: Oh, well, I killed her, so that seems pretty dominant. That's cool, thanks.
2: (laughs) And he seems, like, very confused that you wouldn't want the honor of doing that, so he just takes the sword from you when you offer it and cuts her head off.
3: You want to get a whack in there, Whiskerfist?
0: Uh, (laughs) Oh, I think I'll uh, pass on that one. Um, That's just not my style.
3: That's what I figured. Let's see what's down here.
1: As they're, like, Chopping her up. Just a knowledge local on her dirty 20. Making sure we're not missing anything because, you know, the whole like Hattuath and garment, and she was known to have yeah, necromancy true. She stuff. Answer. Yeah. Yeah, um, and with
0: a knowledge local, did you roll?
1: I rolled a dirty 20.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and she appeared to just be a normal, um, Goblin, I think the I mean she was definitely a necromancer and you saw like the undead that she created but I think the
2: she hadn't like turned herself into a lich or anything right she was
0: definitely well you don't know one way or the other if she was actually eating uh, parts of her minions but some of those zombies yeah. uh, did seem to have some you know home done surgery on them maybe yeah. parts removed um, but the rest of it was probably legend yeah
2: <laughs> yeah, do hobgoblins? They eat people, right? I know regular goblins do. Um, I'm not sure if they do in general, or if general. she's just like a weird, crazy cannibal. Or if actually, I guess that wouldn't even be a cannibal because she's not human, but still kind of creepy.
0: Yeah. Um, if Brixby heads down into the the room to the south that she came out of. Um, he sees looks um, like a, a cozy little bedroom. It's a weird <laughs> juxtaposition with the horrors of the necromantic laboratory um, that's next to it. But you know, it's difficult to tell like what pieces of furniture in here are meant for relaxation and what pieces of furniture are meant for torture. Um, there's definitely like some little bits of bodies here. Um, maybe some. Humanoid looking bones with two marks on them. And uh, there is also uh, a metal cabinet in here. Um, a, a pretty big metal cabinet that looks like just about the only thing to toss in here.
3: And toss we will. Ah, uh, you won't. Here, yeah, come to do, uh, do the honors with me, Whiskerfist. I will check to see if it's trapped because I really don't want to kill him too. That would be really anticlimactic after all of this. <laughs> it's very just This one time there was a huge spike like we <laughs> finished the entire combat and like it was really embarrassing the rat folk that it happened to. Alright that's a 28 as I am meeting out these tales of caution. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be trapped. Right, so that's why we just check it and then we just open it up like this. But you can do the honors, at Ah,
0: sure. Yeah, right, right, mate. Right, 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 right. And will uh, pop it open. And um, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here. Uh, looks like, amongst the things, like Whiskey Fist <laughs> goes right for the stack of stuff by the bottom. He goes, Hey, this is my gear. And he grabs like a, a small studded leather, a short sword, a, a crossbow, a pack of bolts. Uh, but in addition to that, you've got uh, a few scrolls. Looks like four scrolls. Uh, three more gas grenades. Fourteen more doses of Pepto. We've got some large garnets. We've got some batteries. we got some fire opals. And uh, 22 silver discs.
3: Um, we found, uh, a few more grenades, uh, as well as some drugs, <laughs> <laughs> uh, despite, uh, Rixi's predilection towards the space dragon, this does not interest him that much as he has seen the, the faces of sooth, as it were. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. Vargas maybe could help take a peek at these scrolls. Kira, you're more than welcome to as well. Not to be exclusionary. It's only a 15 for Brick spell.
2: Spellcraft, not Arcana, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So Spellcraft, that is a plus 8. That is Spellcraft trained?
4: It feels like I'm it'd be a trained thing, yeah, so I'm useless yeah. here.
2: I just had to add to plus eight in my freaking fingers. My head is not working right now. Uh, that is a 22. Oh, yeah. You, you Can work. I
4: intimidate the scroll? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are looking at two scrolls of animate dead, one scroll of command undead, and one scroll of technomancy.
2: Hmm. do not know if I have any of those on my spell list <laughs> uh, but he will read out what they are to the rest of the group
3: I find the uh, use of other people's corpses as your beasts a burden or worse uh, bodyguards a bit Distasteful. I know that's not really like me to get icked out, but not sure I have much of use for these.
2: Let me see, I don't love either of the undead ones. Yeah, I can't use any of those scrolls. Oh, it's always sellable. And stuff. I think he'll say that too. He'll be I also am unable to use any of these, and honestly, even if I could, I'm not exactly a fan of raising the dead. The dead should stay dead.
3: Yeah, I have, um, less qualms about commanding extant undead, and I have no desire to make any. Just read dead Just looks back down at the scroll. Uh... Yeah, that, I think that's all that we found in here. Just passes the grenades over to Asher, who also has the turret gun and probably looks like... <laughs> so, he must look like a straight-up, like, Navy SEAL at this point, with, like, 15 grenades hanging off a bandolier and, like, eight guns, and oh, my God. Did Larry and Mo come back? Or did
1: they be like, sure, we'll go get that gun... And oh, I forgot they, they were ran.
0: Supposed
1: to it. <laughs> they ran to the uh, Scrap Masters arena and was like,
0: "Help, Kogara! No, they uh, eventually um, come back with the laser rifle. Let me just pop it up there. It took I'm them sorry, a while to the what to um, <laughs> to take it down from the door, but they're like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> as promised here it is a uh, laser rifle uh it's a uh, it's you know it's in a rough shape uh, but uh it, it gets the job done it's uh it's good stuff oh yeah but there you go oh, so there's nothing left here to hurt you so if it's all the same to you uh, we're gonna we're gonna go
3: yeah it's not the same you can, you can hang out. Brix calls from the room and then looks back at Asher for like approval. Dead. I, I have grown to really
1: show affection, feel affection towards you, Brixby, Me, but I'm not your, not your father. <laughs> uh, we can maybe talk about this later. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I believe for now. Uh, Rixby is right. We should remain here until we're confident that there's nothing left. Uh, looking at that laser rifle, uh, sounds like a knowledge engineering situation.
0: Uh, that'd be a, a good idea. Uh,
1: 21.
0: Yeah, I think uh, 21 is sufficient to identify a laser rifle, which is, of course, a larger, more powerful version of a laser pistol. Um, it functions similar to a laser pistol. A laser pistol is, of course, a gun that emits a beam of intensely focused light, capable of burning anything it strikes. The laser attack can pass through force fields and force effects such as wall of force to strike a flow beyond without damaging that object. Objects like glass or other transparent barriers do not provide cover from lasers, but unlike force barriers, a transparent physical barrier still takes damage from a laser passing through it. Invisible creatures are immune to damage caused by laser weapons. Fog, smoke, and other clouds provide cover in addition to concealment from laser attacks. Darkness, magical or otherwise, has no effect on lasers other than providing concealment. And though a laser consists of highly focused light, it does not... Provide any illumination. Now, this particular item is a time-worn laser rifle. It has eight charges remaining, um, so it can be fired eight times before it ceases to function forever. Um, when fired, it does um, hits touch. It does two d six fire damage, and uh, it has a range increment of a hundred and fifty feet. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh
1: that's that, that's decent. It's a spicy um,
0: meatball
1: <laughs> agree much spice very beef uh asking for a listener um is there a way to make something not timeworn <laughs> like can you restore <laughs> a timeworn <laughs> stop item stop being timeworn and be like i worked on it and now it's fine
0: i uh, you'd you'd need like a make whole
2: or memory of probably function. either
0: like like it it takes a- pretty high level
2: spell casting Yeah, there might also be like, is there a feat that can do it? Like something similar to like create magic item. Is there one for like, create tech item or something? Would that let you do it? Maybe.
4: Create less time.
0: Um, Craft technological arms and armor.
2: Yeah. Turn that time.
0: You need a military lab
2: to execute. I could find a way. Such a thing. Oh, yeah. Or share. Well, we have yeah. a spell for Brixby to shoot towards that. I mean, and we can just get make hole. <laughs> I make hole is the level two spell. Yeah. So but
0: if that'd do it. I don't think make hole. I think you need something higher level.
3: Ah, uh, that that would make more sense. Yeah, because I feel like this thing only really just repairs damage, not like restores. Yeah. I
0: want to say the yeah. spell you're looking for is Memory of Function, which is pretty
3: high level. That would make more sense.
1: Okay, sure. something to, to look into. If it's, I mean, two d six fire. It, it only consumes one charge per fire, yeah.
0: Of it, yeah. So you got to edit that to where it
1: sounds not dumb. It only takes one. Nah, that wasn't any better. It uses one battery charge per attack. There we go. Keep that <laughs> one in. Okay, level four spell. There's there's a cost to that. I can do it. It's fine.
3: Um. So, I uh, suppose we should probably finish clearing this place out then, right? All right, so you heading down to the rest of
0: the place. And so, I uh, mean, going through, did I, I'm not sure if I cleared out the doors. I meant to clear out the doors. I think I did. Um, yeah, so passing down through um, specimen oh. storage, uh, you come out to a hallway
2: uh real quick this one to say i don't know if it's changed in the time sense but there was a uh, james jacobs post in 2015 about the timeworn condition that states the only two methods at the time of that writing that could remove timeworn and it specifically mentions like uh restore function or whatever it's called and greater make whole none of that works miracle and wish wow Oh, (laughs) that's intense. So at least in 2015, the only two uh, abilities that can remove the time worm function are Miracle and Wit.
3: I mean, what does that guy
2: really (laughs) even know about Pathfinder anyway,
3: right? (laughs) We can kiss that sponsorship goodbye. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know anything about Pathfinder. Come on. You only have to listen to like five episodes.
2: Okay, sorry. Uh, sorry for interrupting the flavor uh, telling us the amazing stuff in here.
3: Well, um,
0: and there's not a whole lot left in here. I mean, if you find your way out of um, specimen storage, you find your way over into uh, what's effectively a waiting room lined with old wooden benches on the east and west sides of the large room, ruined metal tables sitting in the center of the room, and then, um, A nook set off to the north has a countertop strewn with bones and bits of junk. That's where you came in from. The room is lit by two grisly chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, made made out of hanging bundles of skulls and bones and lit with flickering yellow flames. Um, And from that main room, if you pass over to the east, it will take you into essentially a set of barracks. Uh, which smells just awful. It smells of smoke and burnt meat and rot. There's a crude stove made of a metal barrel resting atop stones in the middle of the open area, and then numerous doors for uh, small bedrooms uh, line the walls.
1: Well, I can't say I've ever seen bears used as chandeliers before. Asher says in amazement. (laughs) And definitely feels a little appalled by the smell, uh, but would take the time to search anything any foot lockers or anything like that, uh, champ sports, anything that might contain items.
2: Um, yeah. Should we roll a perception in the rooms? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. Vargas finds nothing with a natural one.
4: This is either a zero or a twenty, and they don't put zeros on die, so uh, twenty-nine.
1: Seventeen.
0: So, um, Kira's keenly observant eyes find that the uh, barrel stove that they're using seems to have a layer at the bottom of very humanoid looking bones uh, with teeth marks on them. Uh, but other than that, it there doesn't appear to be much at all of interest in these rooms. It looks like, you know, the Smilers had very little personal effects. Um, probably carry what they own with them. And all, all the treasure that they had, at least, was kept in, in Marrows locker
4: that you already raided. Um, yeah, though here will point out the said barrel stove. Barrel yeah. stove. Uh yeah. like open, like it was in there and then just sort of oh, there's they um this is not great, it's bad. But it looks like, you know everything they were saying is true and just kind of point gesture. We we'll at check out all these vaguely humanoid boi- bones with teeth marks.
1: That fight, both times we attempted to succeed and managed to do so. Had it gone more, p- had it gone poorly, even more so than it did, we could have ended up at the bottom of this barrel Think, Caldera, we were lucky enough to
3: survive. What do we want to do with this place? He looks over at Larry and uh, Mo and is like, <clears throat> Now, I understand we might want them as interim leadership, but this is a resource I prefer to deny to the enemy. I don't want them to come back to this place. So I don't know if we wanna move in Red Tooth or have the Steelhawks or maybe we take it for now, although this place kind of gives me the willies.
2: Uh I think Vargas will point at a uh, whiskey fist and say What about him?
3: I don't mean <laughs> to speak for him, but um well, you're not really the leadership type, are you, Maka?
0: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I ain't, ain't want to to run a base, and I, I, uh, yeah, I ain't want to stick around here any longer than I have to. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather uh, never come back. Uh, if it's all the same to you guys, now uh, we could, uh we could maybe uh get some, some bombs, right? We could. We could get some explosives and we, we we could blow the whole place down, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I bet we could.
1: Yes, perhaps with our combined engineering knowledge, we could even bring in our half-elven friend. If necessary to find the weakest points here, I would love nothing more than to see this heinous place, a pile of scrap.
4: Asher, if we decide to blow this place up, can you not inside?
1: (laughs) Sure, and could you also not stand directly next to me, if advised to flee? Sounds like we could come to a term of agreement.
4: (laughs) Kira has nothing to say to that.
2: (laughs) Even if we destroy this building and all of these horrible experimentation areas, the Smilers themselves still need to be dealt with. It's still one of the larger gangs in the area, and as these two said, there are other members about. They're simply out in the rest of their territory. It still, to me, seems to make the most sense to set up some sort of puppet leadership the same way they attempted to do to the Steelhawks. Something to keep them in line and keep them from being used by Hellion and the Lords of Rust as auxiliary forces.
3: Now friends, a good leader takes a lot of qualities, but an accomplished war torn hero usually makes for a decent figurehead, wouldn't you say? He looks at both of the Smilers. I'm gonna take that as a yes. Now, I know the fiercest, so terrible that even a shirt won't stay on him, individual that will be taking up residence inside of this barrow, as it were. His name is Clarence. No, They Pritzker. will shudder in terror, yeah. of course.
0: Clarence died,
1: <laughs> Clarence died at Hawk Palace. You may uh, know him as Bird Punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> as much fun as that sounds, a- Asher would disagree uh, and and pipe up and and offer. I don't know that I'm overly interested in trying to keep tabs on who's maybe running a gang according to whoever we might try to intimidate into leadership i still like the idea of demolishing this building if for nothing else it will get us many big bad daddy
2: points oh yeah well i thought we were i thought we were destroying the building either way weren't we yeah i mean yeah. Uh, oh, okay I'm, that's yeah. fine then i had just been that. talking about like in general even without the building they're still like the second biggest faction in the city so we need somebody to be in charge of their group so they don't all just join the Lord's rust.
1: <laughs> on the other hand without a recognized leader how many of them will kill each other trying to take the mantle of leadership upon themselves it's oh. not a terrible idea to just let them fight amongst themselves for power
3: it's my impression that no one among their ranks would really stand up to the Lords of Brust. I think we've assured their supplication. That said, I don't disagree with toppling this building. Um, but the opportunity to take a name like Smilers, disassociated with lipless horror and perhaps... Maybe make them the most friendly and helpful gang in Scrapwall. <laughs> Could begin with Clarence. Terrible as he may, the other hand that does not punch birds holds mercy.
1: Perhaps we can find someone to craft them baked goods. And they could offer to sell them or give them away and bring smiles to all those in Scrapple.
4: We can teach them a song. We're gonna t- that's not going to be scary.
3: We'll turn it into a free dental clinic for all of the
4: tenisants of Wall.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... Uh, I'm off the rails now. All right, well... We were never on the rails. <laughs> you are either going to get new leadership or... Or not, but this building (laughs) is coming down, whether you're inside it or not. So, we've got our rat and our laser rifle. (laughs) That's what
2: we came for. Yeah. Yeah, no, we definitely need to collapse this building so that ten minutes after we leave, somebody doesn't come in and start cranking out uh, zombies. Well, uh, if we we want to blow the
0: place up, I, I, I... Let's go talk to Red Tooth. She's got, she's got bombs. She's got some pretty good bombs. We can. Yeah. Yeah, let's go talk to Red Tooth. That'll, that'll do it.
3: That's an let's excellent get out of this idea. stupid place. Excellent idea, Mooka. I actually can't imagine a person that would take more pleasure in leveling this place than old Red Tooth. Now, yeah, Whiskey Fizzle kick the wall just to show
0: she hates the stupid place and um shoulder his little crossbow and say alright well, let's get
3: out of here sounds good Kira
1: your sword is adamantine yes
4: uh yeah
1: I wonder if we couldn't carve something under the wall of this scrap where this gun used to be, and let them know, V V-C-4.
4: Uh, she at carves something, she is already just drawing like a giant heart, I think probably. And then you finish the sentence. She's like, oh, okay. And adds a V-C-4 in very small print.
0: Inside the heart?
4: Inside the heart.
3: A little banner.
4: VC forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, canonically it is now forever.
1: Lest there be no question who was responsible for the destruction here
3: today. Eva. <laughs> it's Eva. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, when. Kira's enlarged, she turns into Eva.
0: (laughs) 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 Alright, well. The Smilers dealt with, the base taken, the laser rifle acquired, and a giant pile of root. of root loot. Loot root. I ran out Mm -hmm. of words. The point is that I'm going to bed now.
4: Hey, (laughs) we lived.
1: Good night, Sam. Good Good night, Sam.
4: Good night, night Sam. Sam.
1: And as we Yay. walk away from the building, we look over our shoulders and it explodes the flames <laughs> and we all put our sunglasses on.
0: Jump at the last second.
1: <laughs> against the machine.
0: Against the Machine is property of its creators, always preserved. Pathfinder and the Iron God's Venture path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information.
2: <sighs>
1: I was so distressed. At 51, that I didn't even mention that that was the number of Federalist Papers Alexander Hamilton wrote in the span of six months.
2: It's also the <laughs> highest prime numbered
1: episode we've hit so far. Probably get an at from Belandera of, like, why didn't you say anything on 51?
0: <laughs> we can cut this that, that one. Stress.
1: No, no, no. It would feel <laughs> disingenuous.
3: That's it. Let's just do a full... You know, musical special, just like Buffy. You know, the Hamilton throwback. Gross. You know, let's just yeah. do it. That's
0: mm-hmm. it. Like... I was thinking today about episode one hundred being a musical episode, but I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I could physically do that. Dear God, yes, I so much fun.
3: <laughs> would love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So start thinking about it now for episode one hundred. <laughs> that we're just going to randomly burst into song.
3: <laughs> yeah, a year. I mean, you it's just hard. need to I keep a
0: year from now. <laughs>
3: Keep tasking us with with vaguely creative errands. Like, you know, now after this, the Clockwork Chapel, they'll be like, bring this song to Starfall. (laughs) And we'll be like, we're singing telegram of death. And that's book three.
4: And then uh, book four is help the local youths put on their (laughs) end of year musical back at the library slash silver disc hall.
3: Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are still dead, even in <laughs> Numeria.